<laughs> it's the Meg John and Justin podcast. It certainly is. That's exactly what's happening here. And it's starting well because you're laughing. <laughs> Great. So that's. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. I'm going to explain what's going on. It's like we decided that. Um, something we talk about a lot on the Meg, John and Justin podcast is how having scripts for things can make them less consensual and often less enjoyable as well um, and yet we had done it to ourselves in creating the script where we go it's the Meg, John and Justin podcast alternating and say yay at the end and uh, Justin was feeling that our yay last week had been particularly uninspiring perhaps because we've been trying to follow a script yeah it was so a little bit downbeat we decided to go off piece uh, which we'll do from now on we're going to third handshake it when it comes to the intro Mm -hmm. if you don't know what that means watch our video on consent on our website megjohnandjustin.com the third handshake approach where we tune into each other Mm -hmm. and kind of go with it how it feels right and how it felt right to Justin this time was to laugh a lot and then say (laughs) say it himself and then laugh a lot more and I enjoyed that and I hope you did too (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's always the risk that you might not enjoy it, but we're really trying to make it as enjoyable and as I loved it. I mean, like debrief now, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. <laughs> uh, good consent communications, MJ. Do you see? We did the afterwards, before, during. Yes, the works. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, we are when we went to Arotcon, um the other week. We got asked a question that we left out of the podcast for mm. technical uh, reasons. Um, which was a frequently asked question that sex bloggers get asked. Yes. Uh, which is how to get laid. Yeah. Um, so we decided that we would talk about this today. Yeah. Uh, like how to get laid. So we're going to be doing a bit of unpacking about what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some of the spectrums of what might what that might mean. Yeah. Looking at some of the potential solutions for this talking a bit about consent and also talking about different kinds of people like different kinds of things uh, that's what that we're going to do familiar, and we're it? also going to really try and do it in like 20 minutes instead of like another uh, 40 45 minute like onslaught like yeah, yeah. we have been doing yeah we, <laughs> so, i'll keep an eye on the watch yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. we'll do a nice, nice nice succinct we're going for succinct this time Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to be on it. We're going to be on point. We're going to be focused. <laughs> we are focused. Like focused. We, it's, it's super focused already. I mean, I hope you can take that away of how clear <laughs> and focused we're being. Um, great. So, caveat um, on how to get laid. Yeah. Um, so, we're not going to talk about solo sex today, because obviously solo sex is one way that we can mm-hmm. get our sexual needs, needs met, and it's a really good and valid one in its own right, and mm-hmm. can be quite good to take the pressure off mm-hmm. getting laid with other people a bit, mm-hmm. because then you at least you're getting... Um, your sexual needs met in in that way Mm -hmm. Um, but we've done stuff about solo sex multiple times before Um, you can check out our podcasts about masturbation Mm -hmm. and you can also check out our book enjoy sex how when and if you want to which has shed loads of stuff about solo sex in so we are going to focus here on sex with other people um, in terms of getting laid we assume that's kind of what's meant by getting laid definitely yeah bearing that in mind mm-hmm. uh, as you were saying yeah if you have some really great solo sex you could be taking the pressure off but we're going to talk about how to have partner sex yeah i guess we're looking at the different spectrums of experiences here though so let's we're going to unpack what we might be, mean by getting laid yes um so on the one hand at the kind of one end of the spectrum it could be like a one-off sexual encounter something which kind of just i guess like the thing about getting it out of your system or just 
mm. having you know having asexual encounter with another person and yeah that's all you might need for a while or you don't want it necessarily to be ongoing or that might be your preference as yeah. one-off sexual encounters with people that you don't necessarily know beyond that yeah yeah um, yeah. Or there might be a preference for something which is more kind of ongoing, which might be um, met by, for example, things like friends with benefits mm-hmm. type uh, relationships, something that is without romance, but something where you know that you could send somebody a text and say, hey, what are you doing at the weekend every once yeah. in a while, you know, kind of mm-hmm. ongoing thing where it's mutually beneficial for both of you. Yeah. Or there might be all the getting laid in this instance, for the, I think for a lot of people, might also be more to do with involving romance and it being an, an ongoing yeah but bit more of a committed thing yeah mm-hmm. i think when people talk about getting laid they could mean any number of those could mean any of anyone, those things yeah or, any, or anything on a spectrum so just to visualize it in your brain a spectrum from a casual one-off encounter with somebody you don't know all the way through to an ongoing relationship that has all those elements of kind of yeah. romance sex and connection in it and lasts a long time and everything in between really mm so yeah we're going to go through that a little bit yeah um, so let's start talking about one-off sexual encounters yes i think the first the uh the most obvious one the one that we never shy away from talking about mm. in our book is sex work absolutely um that um people um can uh purchase a sexual experience from a mm-hmm. provider who is um willing to offer that yeah um, of all kinds and that's you know I guess that's the obvious one in the sense that you're going to get your sexual encounter mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of the other kinds there's like a am I going to get this or am I not from this get, from this getting laid scenario whereas yeah. this is one where um, there are professionals across a wide range of mm-hmm. kind of areas who can offer various kinds of sexual encounter for mm-hmm. money and you pretty much know that's what you're going to get unless something you know somebody's ill or something mm-hmm. so um and we've talked before on the podcast about the different kind of things you might want it's sort of it is about tuning in again to what mm-hmm. kind of sexual encounter you're looking for yeah you know you don't want to just like go it's sort of like with you know with a plumber you don't want to go online and just find the first plumber you haven't done much research no. you haven't really thought about what kind of plumbing you're, you're wanting yeah you know like like have a think is it you know do you want a kinkery encounter or not do you want somebody who's, who's going to be somewhat therapeutic or mm-hmm. is it kind of just more of a fun thing mm-hmm. like find the person who's gonna yeah. uh, best fit what you're looking for yeah i think it's okay to make polite inquiries of the mm-hmm. of the worker involved see if it's going to be a mm-hmm. good fit for you but don't waste their time yes uh don't use them for free sex work by getting off on chatting to a sex worker yeah um also um this podcast is listened to around the world so you have to weigh up your own risks around the legality of yeah. whether um whether it's legal for you to see a sex worker mm-hmm. that's your call not ours yeah in the uk it's still legal to see a sex worker but there are lots of um laws which criminalize sex work which makes sex workers more at risk yes uh, we are very much of the decriminalized sex work 100 now yep. yesterday yes. years ago yeah it makes it no matter what you think about sex work and people mm. paying for sex um and particularly the gendered idea of men buying sex from sexual experiences from women no matter what you think about that we are pro-sex worker rights yeah. um so that's the and i guess also the uh, i don't know that if i've read any but there must be some kind of um like guide, guidelines for clients about how clients yeah. and sex workers might behave ethically and nicely mm. and, yeah um, yeah if we can find anything like that we'll put it on the blog yeah. post and I think we'll do more podcasts about sex work specifically in the future as I well I think it'd be so. good to actually see yeah. if we can get one of our sex worker friends, friends on yeah, yeah yeah a few so yes 
Um, so but that's, do that's think about that. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you're going to go that route, then just do a little bit of your own homework about what you're looking for rather than, again, wasting some people's time, but yep. find out who, who's going to be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing at this end of the spectrum might be I think we're going to talk about this in a bit more detail in a bit that's right isn't it but it's but it's like pulling somebody in yeah. a club or something yeah I think what a lot of people um, want from like getting laid is that they don't just want the, the sex end of things but they might want that whole experience yeah which I think we'll talk about a bit later on but that could be mm. one way you go to a you go out and, yeah. you know many people when they go out they just want to dance mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. leave them alone and let them dance <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if they're not looking your way and smiling at you and wanting to talk to you they're just more interested in dancing and yes. talking to their friends than you uh, we're not giving you kind of mm. I guess we're not going to teach you how to pull in a club like that but mm. if someone is interested in looking your way and they want to chat to you then you can yeah. chat to them and, and some people do yeah go on a night out to a nightclub or a pub and they are kind of hoping for that kind yeah. of ending in a sexual encounter so yeah. um, it's just about making sure that the people you're engaging with are on the same page with that exactly um, and I guess hookup apps they're a kind of way of making sure that mostly the people you're mm-hmm. going to be communicating with are into the, the same kind of outcome yeah there are lots mm. of different uh, apps now which yeah. is um, makes this a hell of a lot easier than it yeah. used to be um, so there are um, I mean do I have to list all the hookup apps <laughs> no. there are some there are some I yeah. mean I think the, 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 the broadly speaking I think they can be um, categorised in two different ways I think there are those swipey swipey apps where you're yeah. just looking at somebody's face and it's like do I fancy this person or not and you yeah. do the swipe swipe yes. and there are other ones where you have a lot more information about you about your preferences and what you're into mm-hmm. and and more of a, a, a written profile to see whether you're actually attracted to Compatible, the, to the yeah. whole person rather than just mm. a picture of them with a sleeping tiger. <laughs> um, that's a thing. All right. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I guess it's, again, like, I guess with, as with the sex work example, it's worth uh, thinking, first of all, about the kind of thing you're looking at and which of these apps is going to be most suitable for you. Yeah. You know, is it more about physical appearance? Is it more about the whole person? Do you want some sense of your compatibility or not up yeah. front or are you willing to sort of take a risk and find out mm-hmm. um, so yeah finding the right app and then finding somebody again who's compatible enough with what you're looking for yeah. on the app yeah. um, and making sure that you know they have the same kind of expectations and things as you so it's not like one person's thinking it's a date and another person's thinking oh, it's a hookup yeah I mean there yeah. is sometimes a bit of a, a crossover and a bit of kind of a bleed between some of the apps that yeah. are the people I think that's certainly happening with some of the apps now is that some apps people kind of thought were just hookups but then a lot of people who don't just want hookups have joined those apps yeah anyway so yeah. I think yeah. it's worthwhile checking with the person that's what you want and yeah. in your brief spiel making it clear that that's what you want yes oh that's clear what you don't want if that's yeah and I think we went into this a bit on the podcast that we did about hooking up um or hookups consensual hookups yeah didn't we? um that you know it, it can feel like a risk to be actually open about what you want but from mm. consent wise it's a must really to to be yeah. otherwise you're going to be hurting people yeah yeah and also wasting everyone's time yes people yeah. appreciate honesty in these matters this is a big uh, thread today it's like let's not waste people's time <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's yeah. not it's not it, yeah um got a lot to say about that but i'll we're yeah. focused we are clear focused. and focused and succinct today Focus. oh so much <laughs> let's crack on moving on to a more ongoing thing there could be an opportunity for um with an ongoing thing for there be 
to be a friends with benefits type arrangement that we can't yeah so about. any kind of ongoing relationship we're talking about here so you, you are you are in an ongoing some a relationship of some kind with mm. this person mm. or these people but it's not necessarily that kind of relationship escalator mm. dating romance kind yeah. of ongoing thing so friends with benefits and fuck buddies going well here um yeah people that you're yeah you're choosing to have some kind of sexual stuff with in the context of a, of a friendly relationship yeah um and also i think i've mentioned on the podcast before self-pleasure groups that's yeah. another great way of doing this um where there's a group of you that are into the same maybe the same kinds of solo sex or maybe different mm-hmm. kinds but you decide to get together mm-hmm. every once in a while and be in a space and be sexual but not with each other mm-hmm. um but also that you could have groups where there is some kind of doing sexual activities or practices together in that context but again it doesn't come with that set of expectation that that's Mm going to change and develop necessarily over time that much you know yeah yeah and again i think the thing there but going back to the uh, friends with benefits thing that's Mm -hmm. about um an honesty going on there that there probably needs to be an honest conversation about okay we're friends at the minute how do you feel about doing this for me it would just be yeah. a sexual like the benefits is just a sexual thing added on to yeah. you know, friends thing and it's something we might want to do once in a while while we're both available or while it suits us both well that's a really important one is like where mm. are the limits like i think a really important one to communicate on this is like is it the case that for one or both or all people concerned this is going to end if they get into a different kind of relationship mm. and some of my some of my mates who have these kind of relationships a lot find that incredibly painful mm. you know that they're solo polyamorous for example yeah. and you know those relationships are important to them and mm. it's really awful when the monogamous person who is in that relationship gets into another relationship mm. and suddenly it's like I can't do this with you anymore yeah. so if that you know if that is going to be the case is articulating that to the person mm-hmm. and letting them make a choice about yeah. whether they're up for it short term or whether actually the fact that you're going to you know potentially yeah. sort of dump them in that way yeah and what might be ongoing like would it be that the friendship would be okay to continue that mm. you just have to stop having sex or would it be the whole relationship would end at that point mm. you know just just kind of being clear in your mind about those rules for you i think a very good thing to do here would be to go through the relationship user guide zine that yeah what we, what we made we did we um, made that you know that relationship user guide zine <coughs> what we made is not just for you know serious relationships yeah. but it's for all of our relationships exactly. and it can re- really useful just to articulate this mm. um, um, another way for friends with benefits to happen as well is that they start with hookups and that they become like yeah. a regular thing whilst you know again. actually this we're really sexually compatible why don't we do this every once in a while yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know I think important in this place to say also you know let's be cautious about the kind of just friends more than friends kind of binary mm, you know because yeah. actually um, you know sexual friendships can be some of the best relationships we have you That'd know totally friendships wonderful. of all kinds can be really important and close so just because something's got the romance part added doesn't actually make it better yeah yeah no yeah real talk right uh, mates before <laughs> mates before dates MJ <laughs> Um, so yeah. Um, yeah they can be that's the thing they can be super valuable yeah. uh, and even like a one-off uh, sexual encounter with somebody that yeah. could be a super valuable thing so let's oh, yeah, totally. not that's not um, you know if we can be treating people kindly and treating ourselves kindly and we can have wonderful experiences that might only happen once or yeah. a few times and it can be a great thing and it can have a wonderful connection yeah. even if it's just for not too long absolutely 
Um, I guess the other thing, actually, just thinking about it, is for one-off sexual encounters or maybe a more ongoing thing is that I don't know to what extent this is still a thing now that we have hooker apps, but there are places where people can have sex in public. Yes. Uh, used to be, I guess, I don't know. This po- this bit of the podcast is coming from 1998. It's called, <laughs> it's called cottaging, isn't it? <laughs> well, it was called cottaging for for gay guys generally. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, p- public toilets particularly were kind yeah. of called cottages, and you know that you could go meet in some certain places. But yeah, there's definitely still places. Actually, um, I guess dogging would be another one. Yeah. You know, places places where it's well known. Here's this car park, and if you go there, people will be um, interested in having sex potentially. Yeah. Or here's this part of you know a popular park in London uh, where <laughs> people could go and you'd know that that was happening in fact I know that that is still happening now because I've been there and I saw well I didn't see much detail but there was definitely right. there was definitely folks hanging around for that reason yeah yeah yeah. yeah. perhaps they were picking up litter oh it or... could have been litter picking yeah it could have been L- they look that, so similar so they could have been on a bat walk <laughs> like oh bat walks are great I think you know bat, and bat walks could have an erotic component at, at some point what isn't sex MJ well what isn't sex what isn't erotic? Let's expand our erotic imaginations to encompass the bat walk. Let's, no, no that's it. Let's, just, let's leave bats out of this. Yeah, they don't know, need to be. Don't, we don't need to be sexualising the bats. No, now. but you know, by after the end of the bat walk, you might be feeling a little, <laughs> just a little, because you know you've been walking in the dark. That's hot. Focus, focus. Okay, we're focused. We're so that's like another other example of one going. Also, um, and obviously for something which is more romantic and ongoing and like committed in that way where people yeah. say that they're going to um, you know, spend a lot but you know some of their time together or you yeah. know, a portion of their time together that that's called uh, a romantic sexual relationship right and, yeah and right. I guess you know some people get into those because of getting laid you know that's one of their big yep. motivations Definitely. is the, sen- the sense that it will mean that they will get laid with regularity and I suppose there's something to be said there about being again a little cautious about that because if there's an assumption that you know sexual needs are going to get met in a certain way and a certain regularity as we've discussed many times on this podcast actually sexual desires fluctuate over time Mm -hmm. and there are generally quite often quite big discrepancies in relationships around how much sex people want to have and of what kind so you know being a bit cautious about assuming that a you know, say a cohabiting couple relationship is going to mean that you get laid regularly. Yeah, it's actually a lot better for that relationship if you don't assume that. And mm-hmm. great if it happens, and also fine if it doesn't happen. You know, definitely. Yeah. Um, so um, at this point, we should talk about the you know some of the um, some of the ways that we might. Uh, get laid in these ver- with these within these various different spectrums mm. uh, does rely on us having a certain degree of privilege that so this is going to be yeah. easier for some people to get laid than others which is super sad because it's based on a lot of ideas in our culture about what's attractive yeah. um, which we question we questioned for like yeah definitely 45 minutes on a podcast about bodies recently for yes. example um, yeah so it's about looking at the political aspects of attraction yeah. and desire as well is that you know let's think about what it is that, let's think about the beauty standard and the, mm-hmm. that some people's bodies are seen as being more attractive than others and mm. some people but also some people have more access to particular spaces than others so for example mm-hmm. uh, online dating may have opened up a lot more space for more different kinds of people to um, 
to meet other people but that's harder in different parts of the country you know yeah. if you're in a part of the country where people don't use that particular dating app then you can't really find very many people yeah it's very cities focused very Definitely. london focused mm-hmm. um but also like going out to a club and pulling is mm-hmm. costly yes and you uh it's uh difficult to do if you are neuroatypical for example because mm-hmm. you know that whole pulling in a club thing requires really quite a lot of being able to read other people and yeah. paying attention to the script which we'll talk about in a bit uh-huh. so you know we need to be aware of this that, that yeah this is having your own space you yeah. know whether you've got somewhere people can come back to yeah um being yeah again money comes into whether you can pay for sex work or not mm-hmm. um yeah all of these things um are really important to think about and yeah and thinking you know for ourselves about what are the limits because of where we're at on these axes of privilege and oppression mm. that might limit our options mm. um yeah age again is another another big yeah. one i think and also how might we think about the restrictions we place on others you know do we have some of these you know really problematic standards about who we're willing mm. to hook up with or date and how how might we question those and for ourselves mm-hmm. yeah also just quickly throwing in that our sexuality our um and our gender might restrict the the possibilities for us to uh, get laid with the people but also yeah. our relationship um, setups how we yeah. organise our relationships like well, also, yeah I'm thinking like the culture there of you know in different communities like gay bi mm. um, lesbian communities uh, straight communities uh, there's different cultures for what kinds of uh, getting laid are acceptable and yeah. what the meanings of that will be mm. and whether there'll be expectations of you know and and, then, and and people in all of those groups find that difficult you know I know mm. loads of gay men who find the assumption that it will be a casual encounter yeah. problematic as well as knowing lesbians who really want a casual encounter and sometimes there's an assumption that it would be an ongoing thing so yeah. it can yeah and that's I guess that's very much tied to the messages we receive about gender that mm-hmm. you know, men are want to men are supposed to want to have sex all the time and not care about love yeah. and women are supposed <laughs> to only care about love and, and not, want sex, not, want, not want sex at all which yeah. is bullshit yes uh, <laughs> I enjoyed doing that voice I might bring that voice a bit more yeah. um, so you know that's the the stuff about power and privilege that you know we uh, we always talk about but it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a part of this yes um, so also how we might want to go about getting laid it kind of also depends on the kind of person we are as well I mean there are yeah. lots of ways to do this but you know some people are going to prefer one route and others another right yeah and like you were saying like it might not be just the getting laid you know the question is how to get laid and you kind of it's like go straight to the sex part it's like is somebody just looking to get an orgasm mm. here or looking to rub their body up against somebody else's body mm. but actually in that question it might be that there's a whole scenario in mind like for one person how do I get laid means you know yeah where do I find that club that I can go to where there will be available people and they can have that really exciting frisson of dancing with people and then getting together with that one person and then we go back to my place or whatever and for another person how do I get laid means you know yeah how do I date and find an ongoing relationship Mm. or um, yeah some other script that they might really enjoy yeah, I think for a lot of people, there's more excitement in the in the in the act of pulling and the excitement of all that happening. So in mm. like the pulling in a club and then going back to somebody's house, mm. often there's more excitement for people at the beginning of, of that. Yeah. So some people are really looking for that uh, and then getting laid, and then some people are more wanting to um, the the end point of that is what they're more interested in. But I yeah. think one of the things um, oh, we'll talk about that in a second. But some so I guess. 
think about what kind of person you are really like mm. we can offer you lots of different kind of advice and what yeah and how you might do this but you might want to think well I don't really like the kind of this I find asking people online if they'd be interested in mm-hmm. meeting up with me and potentially having sex I might, I might find that a little bit clinical a bit not very sexy yeah do you need the kind of flirting and the in-person kind of uh, frisson do you, is that something that you really need or are you really just wanting to kind of administratively kind of organise yes. uh, a getting laid event and what kind of what, what would do it for you dear listener yeah exactly um, yeah and how much build up do you want like we were talking before for, for me there's really wanting to have quite a lot of exchange beforehand with somebody so that by the time I get to that point I'm you know everybody knows exactly what's on the what's on the table as possibilities and it's really exciting then to because I can trust that person I can like really go into that scenario because Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of all been talked through to such an extent and like for other people that would just be the biggest turn off and like way too much and you know not of interest at all yeah other people just prefer meeting up with people and seeing how they got on in person and you know that's what they use the online for yeah um Mm. other people um, <laughs> Why is that gives me the fear? <laughs> different things for different people. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, lots of different multiple experiences yeah. that we are drawing on. Yeah. Not just our own. So we <laughs> So I think the other thing here is to like we always talk about uh, and like we've talked about with orgasms, but with anything is to when you talk about you know how to get laid that we don't really view that as an ultimate goal it's yeah. really important that we even though you're even though somebody might be wanting to get laid that shouldn't be like the overall goal it shouldn't be that they er, mm. that everything is around having sex whatever that means for you yeah with that person well this is the thing we always talk about like being present you know and like it just makes everything better if we can be present to what's actually unfolding rather than trying to push it towards an end goal and it's also way better for consent so we were thinking like yeah um when you're chatting with somebody not being all focused on seducing them or getting them you know but actually enjoying the unfolding of the the conversation yeah when you're later going back to somebody's place again not focusing on getting laid but focusing on what's it like to be in this person's place with them and kind of yeah. you know uh, go a bit go a bit deeper potentially yeah. and just like when you're then actually having sex if that happens you're not focusing on getting an orgasm or giving an orgasm but you're focusing on hey you know being present to your bodies together and what's happening all of which is much more enjoyable that yes. whole experience would be much more enjoyable so if um, going back to the club and we imagine we're dancing with somebody and they're yeah. smiling at us and we're smiling at them and there was a little bit of bumping and grinding on something and yeah. we're really noticing everything and we're noticing yeah. how that feels and we're able to just to be slow with ourselves and not thinking okay I need to find a sofa where we can go yeah. and snob <laughs> yeah. but think okay well this is a really really nice this is a lovely experience this moment right now right? wow we're like totally there yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so it could it's both better in terms of consent but it's also just much more enjoyable when yes. you're not trying to just get the person you know to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing yeah. people often really focusing on what might happen next rather than what's happening right now and the now. minute we're doing that as well we're less tuned in to the, to the person whether they're actually enjoying it we're starting to treat them as a bit of a thing for our own ends yeah. you know it's like we want to get our end away yeah. is this person going to gonna give us that or not mm. it's it, you know we're right into non-consent right there as soon yeah. as we're treating a person that way exactly um, whereas you know this, this alternative 
is is we can be present with them we can mm-hmm. check in with them we can you know see see um yeah just the dancing as an as a successful night out rather yeah. than having to define success in a very narrow way yeah yeah so i think that's the ability to hold on to this idea lightly i think is the key isn't it yeah you're more likely to get laid if you can open up lots of experiences where that may or may not happen yeah but to be able to accept that it won't happen but you're going to have a nice time whatever you're doing because you're able to be with in these environments or be chatting to these new people and it doesn't Mm. have to go anywhere and i mean people who organize sex clubs and sex parties that we know they say you know that they're the really problematic people who come to those things are the people who are have that goal in mind and they're not enjoying their conversations with anybody else they're talking to that just like completely fixated on people they might get to shag and you know they're actually being quite unpleasant to everybody and you know often they end up getting banned from those parties because it tips into creepy behaviour mm. so it's you know it's super hard when you've got sexual needs and they're not really getting met in your life and you're really keen for that to happen mm. and yeah. yeah that approach is just not gonna it's not gonna get you the thing you want and it might get you some really other problematic things like you know a bad reputation or even that you've done something non-consensual absolutely yeah uh, just one last thing on a uh, related point so I know we're staying focused <laughs> it's like focused. a laser it's like a laser beam the whole thing but yeah. also um, <laughs> if don't just be focused on getting laid or doing all the things you need to do in order to get laid because you're that you know that's yeah it in order to be I think in order to be attractive to other people you have to be a decent human and yeah. be, you know like try to value lots of different interactions with all the different kinds of people in your life that mm-hmm. you may not fancy yes and where you actually may not want to have sex but you have a really nice time chatting to them anyway yes I think that's the whole thing it's just about yeah really like just slowing down and being present and enjoying people's company and not yeah. thinking about where it might lead and you know mm-hmm. that, that really like softening your gaze and just softening the whole ideas around what it is that you want yeah it's super important as well so i think the that bit of advice there is you know try to get laid if you want to but don't try too hard no it's it's invitational isn't it's putting out there this is something i'd be up for this is the kind of relationship i'll be up for it's in i'm definitely going to make myself you know put myself out there on hookups or put myself out there with friends who who might it might develop in that relationship but that is not what i'm going to grasp hold of yeah and it's that grasping approach that can really Mm. end up with non-consensual stuff but also it can you know if you are looking for more like the ongoing relationship type thing that we were talking about that's a really good way to screw that up is by grasping it super tight and being like you know oh i must have this and we must have sex this often and it must look like this and it must be going in this direction on an escalator and it's like you know that again you're not really treating people as full human beings who change yeah. over time you're treating them as what you want them to be yeah. which isn't great yeah. <laughs> we all do it sometimes we all do it a lot of the time because you know that's being human but let's try not to do it yeah yeah real talk MJ yeah the realist <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end cheesy. the podcast it's really it's well cheesy that was so really cheesy trying to gloss over it <laughs> I think we should end the podcast in the way that we usually do because oh, really? you know, yeah well but is that a script well uh, it is a script but uh, people need to know about the Twitters don't oh, they yeah it's true and they need to know that they need to subscribe to us and like us that would be really nice please and buy our, our book, book please <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> people, we got a lovely review, didn't we? On we Instagram. did Instagram. Thank you. That was really great. That? Superlatively yeah. LJ. Mm, yeah, yeah, really wonderful review of our book on Instagram. I'm really kind. Thank people, you. Really kind. Yeah. Um, if anyone else wants to do that, like they'd ringed bits of the book to, and like gone, I really like this. Highlighted bit, and Here's it. a great exercise, and like I don't know how to do that on my phone, but if I did, I would. I would totally be doing that for people's books. Yeah. <laughs> um. You, so then. Ah uh, oh, yes, leave us a review as well. Where you on, in online places where you can buy the book? Yes, like Amazon and things. Um, Goodreads. Goodreads. Yeah. The uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Has to say anything else? SoundCloud or SoundCloud? Yeah. Subscribe to us and like us and tell everyone. Yeah. About us. That'd be great. Um, cool. So, thank you so much for listening. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>